Hi guys and welcome to episode 5 of the Fitna Fad podcast. I decided to write this episode about one of my favorite topics, functional training. So today, we'll cover the origins of functional training, the elements it focuses on, why it's great, and why you should give it a try. I'd like to begin this conversation by talking a little bit about my experience with functional training and how I decided I wanted to incorporate it in my training. Even before getting certified as a personal trainer, and later as an exercise physiologist, I knew I wanted some sort of specialty. I wanted something to focus on and be good at. You can imagine most personal trainers focus on weight loss and building muscle because that's what people want, and that's what sells. And that's fine, but I wanted something I identified with. I completed an internship in cardiac rehab for about six months and realized how many people had trouble moving properly or moving without some sort of pain. Granted, these were older adults who've been through a lot, but it made me think. At that point, I was a certified personal trainer, but didn't really have an area of focus. What I did know for sure is that I wanted to work with special considerations. For example, people suffering from chronic pain, bad knees, cardiovascular disease, you name it. I had the knowledge because of my college education and a little bit of experience, but I needed more. So once I graduated college, I continued to train clients, but I also got a job working with physical and occupational therapy, and for about a year and a half, I absorbed all the information I could. I got to work with stroke survivors, pulmonary patients, people who've had amputations, paralysis, physical deconditioning, and people suffering from obesity. You name it. I got to have conversations with these people and understand where they were coming from and what a day in their life was like. I watched how physical therapy and occupational therapy helped them tremendously on their path to rehabilitation. I watched people who could not get out of bed by themselves be able to regain functionality and only need minimal assistance. I quickly realized that it was all about functionality. From then on, I wanted to focus on functional training. I wanted to get people more functional and help them age gracefully, to be strong and prevent or at least lower their chances of finding themselves in need of therapy. So I guess this is a good spot to make the first connection, the origins of functional training. Functional training does originate from rehabilitation. Therapists would create exercises that mimicked activities of daily living, like getting into the car, squatting to pick up a box, using a blow dryer, almost anything you could think of. Whatever got their patients to be a little better prepared to go home and complete these activities with as little help as possible. And while some exercises might look silly, even the smallest change can make a great impact in someone's life. Functional training isn't limited to rehab and post-rehab. We all benefit from functional training for obvious reasons. People lose functionality for all sorts of reasons. Some common examples are repetitive motions, awkward postures, work environment, physical activity level, poor exercise technique, imbalanced training programs, pathologies, structural deviations, 
even congenital conditions. So my point is, this function can happen to anyone. All these elements can compromise very important factors like mobility, stability, strength, and flexibility. And I did mention this before, strictly regarding exercise. Poor exercise technique and imbalanced training programs will leave people with acute or chronic pain, even certain muscle groups overpowering others and sometimes injury. Movement is complex. It can involve one joint or multiple joints moving at the same time. It can be rotation, bending and lifting, squatting, lunging, it can be pushing or pulling. It is important to include as much variety in your training sessions and train beyond just strength and weight loss. Aim to build a strong, stable body you can move with through as much range of motion as you can. I always like to advocate for well-rounded training. I recently completed another specialist program I was very excited about, and one quote stood out. Mobility without stability is laxity. Stability without mobility is rigidity. It makes sense. Way too often we're focused on getting stronger, having more endurance, or just finishing that last set. That we even overlook the importance of stability and mobility. When I think of functional training, I also think train effectively. Every exercise selected should be very intentional and have a clear purpose. We all have favorite exercises and exercises we don't like as much. But when we want to improve certain aspects of our health and fitness, we must do the exercises that make the greatest impact on our health and fitness. For example, certain joints and parts of our bodies are more stable or more mobile than others. Take the lower body, for example. Our hips are mobile, allowing considerable range of motion. For this reason, we need to maintain mobility in the hips with training. But if we take a look at the knee joint, we have a completely different story. Our knees are meant for stability. We can only flex and extend our knees. That's what our ligaments allow in the knee. Our ankles are built to be more mobile, allowing for adaptation to difficult terrain when we walk. Our feet provide us with stability. We must keep them flat on the ground because the entire body depends on us standing in balance. So it's important to pay attention to those little things is what I'm saying. When it comes to training individuals who come to me with certain limitations, I take my time assessing their posture, range of motion and movement pattern. But observing movement doesn't stop there. I continue observing how people move outside of the assessment as well, and I make connections between what I observe and what I'm told. If you've never tried functional training, I highly recommend you do. Even if you don't have limitations or chronic pain, remaining functional as you age will help prevent those limitations and pains from happening. It's a chance to become more efficient in your movement and maybe even learn a thing or two about yourself and your body. Everything in our bodies is connected, and usually, if one thing is wrong, depending on what that is, of course, something else ends up being affected. Our bodies tend to compensate for incorrect patterns and muscular weakness, and correcting that should be a priority for every single one of us. Hopefully, I gave you some food for thought with this episode and made you consider functional training as part of your training routine. And if you're not physically active yet, Studying with functional training would be a great first step. 
as always, make sure you share this episode if you've enjoyed it, especially if you think someone in your life is struggling with chronic pain or orthopedic limitations. Stay strong and stay functional. Until next time.